What's going on, folks? Welcome to the Grinders Verdict. I'm Dan McGriner, and before we move on to the actual topic, let me mention that this episode was supposed to be recorded last week. Okay, I came up with this subject, this topic, last week. And the reason why I'm recording this today, well, you don't know when I'm recording this, but I'm recording this before Tuesday, okay? So it's basically Monday, it's 10, it's 10.48 in the uh, evening, okay? And I pushed it all the way to today, which is basically like the last day that I allow myself to record episodes. This happens a lot of times, Um and I pushed it all the way over here because I, I, you know, the anxiety just makes me push things to, to like the deadlines. Anyways, moving on, guys. So before, again, before we go into the topics, let me just talk a little bit about things that I have where you can find the podcast and everything. Um, so we have the website, okay, which is grindersverdict.com. We have the Facebook, which is facebook.com slash grindersverdict. We have the Twitter, which is twitter.com slash grindersverdict. The YouTube is youtube.com slash the DM grinder. That's a really old one before YouTube allowed smaller channels to create their own URLs. Or if you don't think that's easy to write or type down, uh, then you can go on HTTP. Don't put the S there or it's not going to work. But you use HTTP, uh, the two dots, I forgot how that's pronounced in English. Then slash, slash, I think it's forward slash. Uh, and then basically you, you, you type down YouTube.grindersverdict.com. And then it takes you directly onto YouTube. Okay, so... If that's easier for you, then by all means, go for that. And also, Patreon, if you wish to directly support me, you can go on Patreon. And that would be really cool because there are two tiers right now. One for $1 and another one for $5. Obviously, the $5 helps me a lot more. So, therefore, I feel like I'm going to have to give you a lot more as well. But on Patreon, you can basically find that there are private podcasts that I make whenever I feel like it. So basically, let's say I'm watching a live stream and I, I think the individual is saying something interesting. I record it and I post it on Patreon as a private podcast. Okay, so that's that's a little thing, a cool little thing that I like to do. And then as well, there's Teespring that uh, has merchandise. Okay, so there is a promotional code going on for Teespring right now. So if you wish to go buy some products and the products available, I can tell you that are t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, tanks, pillows, mugs, phone cases, wall tapestry, and so on. There's a bunch of stuff in there. There are three designs right now available for men, women, and children. Okay, all designs are original, including some really cool cryptic logos as uh, as well as the original Grinders Verdict podcast logo. If you want to represent the the original logo, but all the designs are original, okay? I made them myself. Uh, whether you think it's super simplistic or you think it's really cool, that is beyond me. But all the designs were made by me, okay? So it's uh, there's a bunch of stuff. There's t-shirts. Again, there's all kinds of things. Phone cases, mugs, pillows, all, all sort of stuff. And the code is GVP. 
uppercase GVP1200. GVP1200, okay? So you can put you can put that code on the little thing whenever you're ordering and you'll get a little promotion. So uh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool if you wish to buy something. Okay. So now moving on to the topic, social anxiety. We're going to be talking about social anxiety. Social anxiety is something that affected me pretty much my whole life. And I, I don't know how you get social anxiety. I'm pretty sure it's a condition that you get through difficult times in your life or something or because you lack a particular education or or something like that i don't think i very much so doubt that social anxiety is something you are born with uh again i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist i'm i'm nothing in those departments but i think these are conditions that you get because you lack something uh and I can tell you I've always been a very shy individual, but back in the days when I was a kid, uh, growing up with my grandparents, I was all over the place. I, I was shy at first because I didn't know people, so I had to sort of like uh, deposit trust into people. And But then once trust was gathered, then hell yeah, let's have some fun. Nowadays, I'm a little bit sort of like that, but I'm the social anxiety really kicks in and it's like everything I do, I'm doubting myself. Sometimes when I say things, I, 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 I think people are judging me if they don't reply right away or if they, they don't laugh at something I said trying to be funny. And it's, it's, really, it's really bothersome. But basically, the idea for this subject was brought to me by Keemstar's really stupid ass comment on social anxiety and it's not really how he says basically because it's not just hey guys just don't do that just don't be like that it's that easy because it requires a lot of willpower to really get out of it and I don't even think you you totally get out of it I think you just find sort of like a, a way of getting yourself through it and you still have it, it still carries on along your life with you, but it's just, you just find a way of bypassing the effects of it, and somehow you disconnect from your anxiety for a little bit. I think that's what happens for the most part, uh, maybe medication allows it to go completely away, uh, but you know what, maybe Keemstar's of deep shit but he's maybe helping people with smaller channels as a, a cutie patootie i can't even believe i just said that fucking hell as a cut <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he, he constantly spits tons of shit out of his brain, but maybe he's just helping the smaller channels. But, anyways, guys, what exactly is social anxiety? According to the Social Anxiety Institute, uh, social anxiety is the fear of being judged and evaluated negatively by other people, leading to feelings of inadequacy, inferiority, self-consciousness, embarrassment, humiliation, and depression. If a person usually becomes irrationally anxious in social situations, but seems better when they are alone, then the social anxiety may be the problem. Now, one thing I have to say, though. Uh, in 2019, one of the things that I've been noticing a lot is a lot of people lie about conditions for attention. And you can judge me all you want, okay? You can say, oh, you're dipshit, you don't understand the way this functions, but... 
I think a lot of these uh, LGBT individuals come in uh, out of the out of the closet, and I'm air quoting out of the closet. It's because they lack attention and they find that this is a very welcoming community for several individuals. So therefore, they claim to be something they are actually not. It's basically a call for attention. Now, again, you might say you don't understand the thing. You don't understand how it is. But I can guarantee you 100%. I'm 100% certain that there are people out there in this world, in these 9 billion of us or, or 8 billion of us that, that exist in this world, that some of them are not what they claim to be. I believe they're just trying to get attention. I believe they're just trying to get sort of like a, a group that's easygoing and that's very welcoming to other people because of all the judgment they've faced throughout life and whatnot. And I think some of them, I mean, some of them have even proved that it's it's wrong and they want to go back to what they used to be. I mean, you know, if if, <laughs> if you need any more, if you need any more uh, evidence, I mean, come on, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Um, but I'm going to name some things that happen to me as a socially anxious person. And it's in completely random order so that you understand that I'm not talking out of my ass just to pick up on some subject that's basically uh, something that's on the top of, you know, the things spoken about on the Internet. So one is I always hated when everyone's attention was on me. Uh, for example, whenever I play an online video game, if everyone dies and starts spectating me, I get really nervous and anxious because I don't want to be judged badly. And a lot of I think this happens to a lot of people. I don't I don't think this necessarily means that you have social anxiety. But as I mentioned before, it is the fear of being judged and evaluated negatively by other people, as I mentioned. It, when you are playing a video game and you have the spectating uh, ability and everybody's dead and now you're the only one who has the cameras on you, everybody's looking at you, everybody's seeing your point of your perspective and you start getting really nervous and really anxious because you want to perform good because again, you, you fear being judged by the people and you fear being negatively evaluated by them and it's just... You know, for a regular guy, that's just like, ah, <laughs> cool, <laughs> I died, <laughs> ah, this guy's great. <laughs> uh, for me, it's not. For me, it's not. I really, I lose my cool, and when people start making excuses, I maybe start making excuses myself. And in reality, there's really nothing to excuse. I mean, it's just that I was anxious and I was feeling nervous, so... You know, another one is that I would never take interviews when I was in my band, despite being the founder. That's right. Whenever I saw microphones or cameras coming my way after a show, I just run away sneakily or point the interviewers towards my bandmates. That's ridiculous. That is how ridiculous this shit fucking makes me, guys. Okay, I would just like tr start running away, start just like getting out of everything in, in, in uh, you know, just like, uh, no, no more, please, no more. So, basically, I remember one situation when we had a show, and it was a show in a park, uh, really cool setting, unfortunately, people 
I don't know. I don't know what happened. People weren't people were not in front of the stage. Basically, there was a an awesome grass field for them to stand on, and they were all out, you know to the side of the stage. It was fucking ridiculous. I mean, how, do you do you guys need uh, teaching how to watch a show? How to be in front of a stage? What the hell's wrong? Anyways. Um, I'm just getting, I, I, it's, it's ridiculous. If you saw that shit, you would be like, what the hell is going on? What are these guys doing? Do you not know how to enjoy a, a show live? I mean, if it was for our band, I would understand because our band was kind of aggressive and we kind of promoted moshing and whatnot. And that was kind of like a, a very general concert. Let's put it like that. There were lots of different genres. Uh, but it was for most bands, and only like by the end of the show, at some point, did somebody start going like, "Hey, guys, get in front of the stage right now! What are you doing?" Uh, and they, some people started moving in front of the stage. But, anyways, so yeah, I remember after the show, and you know, after the show, the thing that I did the most was beer, 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 beer. So I was drinking my beer, walking around and whatnot, and. Uh, they approach with a camera and like hey hey and because you're the front man usually you're the guy that gives interviews so right away they come at me and i'm like nope uh hey guys <laughs> right here interview right here and it, it's stupid because i i'm literally the guy that founded the band i'm literally the guy that had the whole idea of founding the band i made the logo i designed i i named the band i named things um, I, I wrote the lyrics, you know, I, I, the only thing I didn't do was basically compose the music and it's kind of stupid that this thing affects me to the point of, I can't even, I cannot even promote my work. And this also happens with the podcast. That's the whole reason why I push the episodes so further into the deadlines to make them. Same thing with voice acting. It's like, I have to push sometimes the voice acting gigs uh, like to the deadline and, and to the point when it's maybe damaging my possibilities of getting the job. You know what I mean? This is really, really, really worrisome for me. And I've looked for like therapy and whatnot. There's nothing around here. Nothing. Not, not, not that I know. It's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> How am I going to even get help then? I'm just going to have to live with this shit. And just, like, have it damage my whole life for who knows when. It's, you know, it's the, it's the podcast that I, I, that I push to the deadlines. It's the, it's designing stuff when I need a logo or whatever. Because um, I start designing a logo and then if I don't like it, I'm like, eh, I get super frustrated super easily. And then I just say, fuck it. And, and then I push it to the deadline again. It's just like, man... Uh, anyways, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really, really concerns me. Um, anyways, at public places, uh, like, let's say, for example, the bus station, I'd always seek the hidden corners to wait for the buses I had to take. That's, that's, that's right. Either that or if someone I actually enjoy talking to approached me, I would have a conversation with them. But just so you have an idea, this particular bus station that I... Uh, used to frequent quite a lot because I needed a bus. 
I needed to take a bus from there to home and from home to there and then from there to the place I needed to go. So the bus station usually had a gate that uh, the gate closed and the gate kind of made a little sort of like hidden compartment. Um, so I would just hide behind the gate <laughs> and wait for the bus and like, yeah, whatever, dude. Just like, no, I don't want to talk to anybody. So, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, to be honest. When I think about it, like, what the hell was I thinking? What the hell was I doing? But then again, it's just like, it's you act upon it. You, you don't think about it. You're not like, hmm, maybe I'm going to stay here in front of the, in front of the, in front of the, the, the bus station so that people can talk to me. Ha ha. No, you, this, this doesn't happen. It's like, you just want to find the confined space space and you just want to find the hidden spots and you want to go there and that's it and that's it you know uh but moving on when i go to a cafe i barely put my eyes on people and as a matter of fact i always try to avoid contact or eye contact rather as much as possible um, usually i stare at the tv like an idiot because most times nothing's interesting airing and it's i i'm i mean just seeing myself from like a third person perspective in that cafe i'm just imagining like a, a cctv on the cafe on the corner and i'm just seeing myself over there at the counter staring at the tv it must look like the stupidest thing ever it must because so it gets it gets ridiculous to the point of like some so I'm I'm sitting at the counter and then somebody and I'm staring at the TV and then somebody comes by they stand in front of me at the counter basically they're in front of me because they're at the counter and the TV is basically between the person and me so that's why I'm talking about like they're standing in front of me but um and then I start moving my hand like I want to watch the TV, I want to watch the TV, and I just don't move from there, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, man, I just, and, and, and one of the things that really bothers me the most is, is I feel like everybody's always looking at me and judging me, like, and I know that's not true, that is the worst part of it, I know it's not true, because I look at it, I'm always looking at other people, I'm, I'm always paying attention to every single detail you can possibly think of, if you scratch your nose or if you scratch your face or whatever it is, I will I will see that you're doing it and I will pay attention to it and I'll try to find the reason why you're doing it, whether it's a nervous little tick or whatever, but I will I will pay attention to that. I pay attention to everything. You you might not even realize you're doing something and I will pay attention to that. But what I realize is there's a lot of things I don't even mention, you know what I mean? Uh, which, this is kind of like contradicting because I pay attention to everything, but I don't really mention anything, right? So it, it gives me sort of like a fear, like an internal fear, which is kind of like, so if I pay, pay attention to everything, maybe other people also pay attention to everything. And what if they actually say the things they are paying attention to, you know what I mean, this is what, because that's why I don't like, when I go to the cafe and I sit on the chair and I'm like completely quiet looking at something in particular, usually I, I pick uh, like something to put my eyes on 
that's not a person and I just lock onto it. It's like it's like I'm dead inside basically. You know, and I'm I'm just staring at a, a beam or or I'm just staring at a, a metallic structure or some shit. Some something really stupid. It gets to the point where sometimes when I go outside to, to drink my beer and standing and, and smoking, I don't smoke anymore, so I vape now. But, you know, if it's vaping, I'm, 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 I guess ridiculous to the point where I just fucking stare at like a, 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 a parabolic antenna, dude. Or a satellite antenna or whatever you, you call it in, 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 in English. It's, it gets ridiculous to that point. I stare at that shit as if like it's gonna fall or something. It's ridiculous, you know? During rehearsals, this is for another one. Or for a more general perspective, uh, whenever someone was playing the guitar either in front of me or for a few people, I always try to avoid contact for some reason. Because... I, I feel it's awkward to look at someone in the eye when they're playing instruments. I've always felt this. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just think it's really awkward. Somebody's playing an instrument. And maybe if it's like something really rough and, and, you know, like something aggressive or whatever, maybe it's not that awkward. But if they're playing something like super nice and super melodic and whatnot, super touchy-feely, I feel like it's super weird to look them in the eye. So this might not be something with... That has to do with uh, social anxiety, but I don't know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I don't know, but I've always felt like this, and, uh, you know, like, ov overall, eye contact has always been something that I've avoided, basically, it's, it's always been something that I, I cannot, I cannot look at someone in the eyes for more than, like, a few seconds, and then I look at something else, and then you know, uh, just back in the eyes. Then I'll look at something else, and this this is something that, for example, affects the job interviews. You know, and the, for example, in the job interviews, I always get on my nerves to over nine thousand, and I find it incredibly difficult to sell myself as a great acquisition for the company or the business. It is just like ridiculous because what am I doing? I, I remember the last job interview I went to, okay, I sat there, first of all, I was incredibly nervous before even getting called to anything, I'm always nervous about touching things or like buttons, for example, to call somebody, I'm always nervous about knocking on doors and waiting for, for somebody or, or, or talking to somebody, I always, I'm always like, oh man, I don't want to mess up so people don't judge me, I, I don't want to like be, I don't want to look stupid and stuff like that. It's so fucking ridiculous, man. Listen, it, trust me, it's not fun. It's not a fun condition. Social anxiety is not fun. It's not funny. It, there's nothing positive about this shit. Fuck this. If I could fucking get rid of this shit right now with a, an injection or some shit, I would fucking do it. I would give my left nut to get rid of my fucking social anxiety, dude. This sucks many, many asses, all right? And I remember the, the last job interview, going back to that subject. Uh, so first thing is like, who, what do I touch? Uh, there's a thing that says, rank this. So I rank it, but no one's coming. It's been over one minute. Uh, what do I do then? And then eventually at some point, I think I called the person that I was supposed to contact uh, and, 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 and she comes over, she says, she calls me and she takes me over to the, the interview room or the conference room or whatever you want to call that. And she sits me down and she starts talking to me and I'm like, yeah, sure. And I, I make such small conversation, man. 
it's ridiculous. It's like, what am I doing? What am I... In my mind, I'm like, motherfucker, come on, man. Put out some more shit. Talk some more. You know? And then I sometimes misunderstand. And then another problem is fucking tinnitus. I have motherfucking tinnitus. So sometimes when I'm talking to people and I the tinnitus just stays in the way and I, I don't understand what they're saying. And I'm like, dude, can you repeat? I, but I don't want to ask them for to repeat because I think it's rude. I don't know. Um, and it's like, and then she, you know, we start doing the, 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 the usual job interview conversation. And I'm like, oh, man, fuck. Uh, uh, what do I do now? What do I say? Uh, mm, you know, and, I, and sometimes I even fucking panic and I just say the stupidest fucking shit ever. You know, I don't have any concrete examples that I remember because it's probably a bad memory that my mind tries to sort of like repress. But dude, is it's stupid. It's so fucking stupid. But basically, uh, I think that's kind of one of the main reasons why I don't get a job, why I'm still unemployed. Because every time I fucking have a job interview, it's just like I, 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 I just freeze or I'm just like super shy and super you know in my little corner in my little world and I don't discuss things I don't ask for questions and things like that and it's just like it's weird man uh anyways another one in the last one when I played live I always had to drink alcohol prior to going to on stage that's right or else my anxiety would take over and, and I'd look like a scarecrow on top of the stage now if you don't believe me there's actually proof of this you can go on YouTube and you can search for Cancroid which was my band and the, I'm gonna spell it out for you so it's C A N C H R O I D okay it's not C H it's C A N C H R O I D can't cry, okay? If you go on YouTube, and also YouTube is going to tell you that it, it's misspelled, but you got to go search for what I just said, what I just spelled instead, okay? So you have to choose that. Um, but basically, I remember the first show that I played, I said, I'm not going to drink because this is my first show, okay? So in this being my first show, I'm not going to drink because I don't want to mess it up, right? Turns out, not drinking made me mess it up even worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? So basically, uh, the whole deal, if you go on YouTube and you can see that I'm literally like a fucking scarecrow on top of that fucking stage. I'm like a... I'm, I, I barely move. Uh, I, I have almost zero energy. I mean, I have a, a, a fucking badass sounding voice. Don't get me wrong. That's... I think that kind of made up for it, but like, dude, the movement and, and, and everything, it's like so terribly bad, it's like, what was going on through my mind, what, what, what exactly was I doing, you know, it's like, it's it was literally the first it's, people still enjoyed it for some reason uh, because I think the rest of the members were all over the place and, and providing energy for, for the crowd, but ah, man, just seeing that Seeing, you know, watching that, it just makes me cringe every time. Because, like, dude, what, was, what, what exactly was I doing? Because you are the front man. That, that's the first thing. I, I'm the front man, and I, I wasn't even in the front. I was, like, 
almost in the back. <laughs> that was like I was almost right next. I was actually right next to the drum kit, but I I was almost like hiding behind the fucking drum kit at some point. It's like, what what were you doing, Griner? What are you doing? Get out of there, man! What, get out of there! You're you're giving a show to people. Come on. Um, but <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It's just like you know. But after that, I started drinking every single time before a show. And given this last topic, it's actually a great way to segue for another interesting thing to talk about, which is how alcohol helps anxious people. And first of all, I want to say you have to take this one with a grain of salt because I'm not, I'm not condoning using alcohol for anything, okay? Uh, you have to, first of all, you have to be of age for consuming alcohol, okay? And uh, trust me, you will want to be of age. When people tell you that you shouldn't be drinking alcohol if you are not of age to drink alcohol, we're not trying to make you sort of like feel powerless or some shit, okay? We're not trying to, to... stir you away from being a badass cool motherfucker we are stirring you away from ruining your life possibly because you are going to enjoy that shit okay i mean if you like the taste of it but you are going to enjoy the buzz of it and you're gonna want more and you are irresponsible to the point of you don't understand what exactly is happening You know what I mean? And that's exactly why we say don't do that until you are old enough to do that. Okay? So that that's out of the way. So basically, uh, yes, I used to drink before going on stage every time. And it wasn't much, you know, not gonna lie. It wasn't, I, it's not like I was getting wasted before going on stage. Because one thing I realized is I'm still gonna perform So even though I need this to give me that confidence boost, the 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 usual liquid courage, um, you know, even though I I kind of needed that, I understood and I knew that maybe I not, I'm not really doing the best thing here. And after the shows, I I would really get wasted. After the shows, it's like whoa, let's go, dude. But um. You know, it's like, the point is, you can use it, just don't abuse it, you know? Uh, especially, and I, again, if you are of age, okay? And don't abuse it because at some point, I became an alcoholic. And it's not a good thing, trust me. Um, because what, what alcohol does for you as a, as a socially anxious person is, it gives you, it, it's literally liquid courage. And it makes you, like, cool about a bunch of things. And you become social. And you become... You don't give a fuck about other people or what they think about you. And it's... You talk to women. if Or you talk to dudes if that's your thing. Or if you're a woman, you talk to dudes. I don't know. I'm a dude and I like women, so I talk, I talk to women. Uh, I made them laugh. I was being cool. I was being funny. I didn't care what other people thought about me. I was like enjoying life. And that gave me so much joy. But here's the problem about alcohol. 
and when you become addicted to it, which is the really grim part of it, there is a fusion of both personalities, which is exactly what happened to me, okay? There's a fusion of two personalities. My personality sober, which is the socially anxious one, which is the personality that wants to be lonely, it's the personality that has no social skills whatsoever, completely, you know, uh, shameful of many things, don't want, doesn't want to be judged or anything like that. That is my sober personality, right? And then my drunk personality, which is the outgoing dude, just does whatever and, and, and is funny and, and makes people laugh. And, well, I mean, that's pretty much the point of being funny. But... <laughs> um, but it's to do that's like, you know, outgoing and, and, and social and knows how to be social and makes friends and talks to random people, random strangers and whatnot, and has a great time. And these both, both of these personalities fuse each other when you become an alcoholic. And I'm talking about an alcoholic that was drunk 24-7 for four years. I'm not talking about an alcoholic who has a drink... Uh, or a little too much to drink every weekend. To me, that's not really an alcoholic. I mean, if you have the necessity every weekend to get drunk, then yes, you might be an alcoholic. But if if you just do it because, eh, it's just the weekend, let's do it, then you're not really an alcoholic. You, you just like getting drunk, which there's a huge difference there, in my opinion, anyways. But these two personalities fused are a pain in the ass because... Then the easy outgoing dude is now having thoughts with what am I doing? Who is this person? This person is trying to get me. You start being paranoid. You start making stories in your mind and you start fucking acting up like a dumbass. People are not going after you. People are not trying to get you. People have their own fucking issues. People have their own fucking problems. But there you are, a paranoid piece of shit, drunk, probably pissed himself, you know, happened to me many times, not gonna lie. And it's just, you know, and I can give you a story that's either gonna make you laugh or make you feel really bad for me. So it was, um, I was doing this course. This is this is literally when I started becoming a, a, like a true alcoholic, and I was doing this course. And the course ended, and instead of going home like a decent, regular human being, thus, I stood in the same city where I was taking the course, and we went out to the uh, cafe. Let's just call it cafe to have some beers. And, well, I got drunk. I got drunk and I, I was being a real pain in the ass. I was being super disrespectful um, to a lot of people there. You know, I was just like, again, it's your two personalities fusing. Um, my outgoing personality was getting fused with my sober personality and it was making me a piece of shit. Like a literal piece of shit, okay? So, I'm being disrespectful and stuff. Eventually, some guy approaches me and starts telling me, dude, you're a little bit over the top. The first thing I do is, like, put my hands behind my back. So, if this guy wants to punch me, I'm just like, dude, I'm going to fucking swing so hard at you. I'm going to knock you out right here. 
So, um, but the guy just wanted to talk to me and just like, it, but you're you're paranoid, man. You're so fucking paranoid. Everything's like, wow, what, what's going on? What's happening here? It's like you know, you're basically this is the fusion between both personalities. Your paranoid self is like, what's happening? Why why is so many people staring at me? What's going on? And your drunk personality is going like, yeah, fuck all these dudes. I'm gonna fight them all. I'm gonna punch them all, and I'm gonna fuck them all up. It's like nothing nothing like that happens. Because you're one and, and there's a bunch of them. Like, it doesn't matter how strong you are. If there's a bunch of people, probably going to take you and and then deal with you. <laughs> it's just like, it's it's physics, it's nature, uh, it's, it's biology, whatever. I don't, you know, take that back. Cut. But basically, so the guy talks to me and I'm just like ready to fucking go and shit. Uh, he just wanted to tell me, you know, you're being disrespectful and, uh, you know, you're kind of like in a place where you don't really belong at this point so just watch out for that man you know because other times like some people might come here and, and feel really offended and they might take action against your shit that you're doing right here so eventually at some point i left and the one of the guys that was with me he offered to let me stay in his basement right and this, my stupid, my very, very stupid self and paranoid self thought that he was trying to trap me in his basement so that he could call the other dudes to go and beat me up. This is how paranoid I was, dude. This is how stupid and paranoid I actually was. So, basically, I refuse his, his absolutely awesome and very friendly offer uh, fuck, even if, if, if the guys were going to beat me up, I fucking deserved it. I'm not gonna lie, I fucking deserved it. Because holy shit, I was being a piece of shit. Uh, but, you know, I just refused that. I go to the park, and I, the, the la I have memory of going to the park, but I have no memory of what happened in between. But I have memory of opening my eyes... Uh, so supposedly I assume I fell asleep or some shit, but I open my eyes and I'm inside of a lake. I'm inside the park's lake. That's right, floating. And I have my headset on my neck. I had my Sony headset. It's a very popular one. It was like 30 euros or some shit. Uh, and I have it on my, on my neck still. Um, and everything I had with me, was in my pockets, right? Everything, my wallet, my, my cell phone, my keys, literally everything was in my pockets, okay? Uh, I was fully clothed and stuff like that. So it was raining and I thought it was a flood. I thought things were flooded. This is how stupid I was, man. I thought things were fucking flooding, and it got to the point where I was yelling for help, which kind of it's kind of uh, concerning that I was yelling for help, and it wasn't even that late. But I was I was yelling for help, and nobody fucking helped. It's like nobody found found curiosity in it. Like a person in the middle of of a lake, or not even the lake, but a person in the middle of a park yelling yells for help, and nobody shows up or nobody does anything. It's kind of concerning. Imagine something happens there, like actual, like a fucking murder or some shit happens there, and people start like, ah, help, 
help, help, help. And nobody does anything. Like, what the fuck, dude? Anyways, um, and then I started swimming uh, to the shore of the lake. And eventually, I got myself out of it. And once I looked at the lake and I realized I was inside of a fucking lake, man. That was the biggest disappointment of my life. Why am I yelling for help? I'm inside of a fucking lake. And why am I, why am I even inside of a fucking lake in the first place? What is happening? What am I doing? What is this? So, you know, and then I fell asleep pretty much in the open, uh, in a public space, which or in a public place, which is the, the park. Um, and the next day, you know, I realized my phone was completely soaked. Um, so no phone for me. And I realized it was the weekend. So being the weekend, um, <laughs> there is no buses for my, my town. Uh, and I have no phone now. So I had to go to an, uh, former's band, a former band member's place and ask his family if I could call my grandpa to pick me up because I had no other option. And that's what I did. It eventually worked out. But imagine it doesn't work out, man. I'm going to stay the whole freaking weekend in that town with without with, with nothing. Literally nothing. Everything's drenched. Everything's soaked. It's like nothing. So, again, guys, don't, don't use alcohol or don't abuse it. And, and make sure you're of, of age before using it because it is a huge res responsibility rather and it can literally ruin your life i could tell you more stories of public places i fell asleep in um as a matter of fact i fell asleep once 600 meters away from my house 600 meters away from my house that's like nothing it's like it's less than a minute if you if you take like a little uh, faster step Less than one minute away from my house. And I fell asleep in a public parking spot. That's just the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, and I mean, it's, it's, I, don't, I wonder what the hell people think when they either wake up or, or they go through uh, the day or some shit and they see a, like a body laying in the ground, uh, in the, like in the middle of a parking spot. Like, that shit's got to spook some people up, man. It's kind of like, like, is that person dead? Is that, is that like a murder or some shit? Like, I, it's, it's ridiculous to even think about this, man. So, I'm, I'm you know, it's just like, it, it, the sad stories could go on and on and on. But I'm just saying this to you. Uh, alcohol helps anxiety. It sure does. It sure does. But make sure you're one of those people who can control themselves, who can drink with moderation to the point of like your buzz and you're like, now you're like, woo, outgoing and cool. And you don't, don't do it too much. Don't do it too much. Don't become addicted to it because it, it will ruin your life. I can guarantee you 100% it can ruin your life. So I think I'm going to cut it here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope... This is what I hope for the most is that I helped somebody with my experiences. Uh, if you have social anxiety, just know that you're not alone. And there's a lot of 
people out there with social, uh, with uh, social anxiety. And just, just like I mentioned in the beginning, unfortunately, because of the internet, there's really no telling if a person is being real about having social anxiety or not, or if they're just like lonely and they want somebody who's uh, accepting and welcoming into their community. But, you know, if you, if you truly have social anxiety, uh, you know, my, my, <laughs> when I'm, when I'm just, when I don't have a microphone in front of my face, all the words, all, all the words come right just like that. Boom, 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 boom. When I have the freaking microphone in front of my face, I'm like, um, uh, mm, uh. anyways, uh, but yeah, if you have social anxiety, I will, I'm here with you. Okay. Um, by all means, if you need to contact, if you need to reach out to me or anything, uh, the email is general at grindersverdict.com. It's going to be on the website, grindersverdict.com. Um, don't forget Facebook as well, facebook.com slash grindersverdict, twitter.com slash grindersverdict, youtube.grindersverdict.com or youtube.com slash the DM grinder and patreon.com slash grindersverdict. Uh, also, teespring.com. There's a promotional code going on as well, GVP with uppercase, GVP1200 uh, for t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, tanks, pillows, mugs, phone cases, whatever. And yeah, guys, my heart is out to you, okay, if you have social anxiety, and especially if you're a teenager or, you know, even younger um, in school and whatnot, social anxiety can be so fucking mean. Holy moly, it's 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 gonna be rough. I mean, don't get me wrong, if you're an adult and you're basically um like you know, you have to deal with job interviews and things like that, that's pretty bad as well. But like I mean after the job is done and if you get the job, it's like you know, you don't necessarily have to communicate that much. Pro they're probably gonna think you're a weirdo, but I mean it, I don't I don't need that. I don't need the social anxiety for people to think that I'm a weirdo if they just have to look at me. But um, yeah, anyways, guys, really hope you can get help. Really hope you can get out of it. Or again, I don't think you ever get out of it. I, I just I hope that you can find a way to bypass the feelings of social anxiety and uh, basically just like be social, you know, uh, and all the luck to you guys. Be good to each other, okay? Help each other out. Don't be fucking assholes, okay? Um, and do good, man. Do good because we're 8 billion and, and there's more of us trying to do good than trying to do evil deeds. So, you know, if we all get together and we stop being so selfish and so self-centered, we're going to change the world. Fucking guarantee it. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye bye.